I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 6. Uh, we'd love to hear what you have to say on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at DoubleT973.com. All guests appear via the Visual Edge IT hotline. Gus, how you going? I'm doing pretty good. Just, uh, you know, pump day, man. Just doing my thing, right? I would assume. Yeah, I mean, I would guess you're not doing someone else's thing. No. No, just uh, just plugging away. Just chopping that wood, watering that tree. Um, We have uh, not a lot of kind of new developments to discuss. Um, We've kind of hit a brief, it seems, pause in transfer portal activity as the graduate graduate transfer types have already declared largely their intentions um there's been it seems a bit of a slowdown in some of the coaching news kind of paying attention to tcu today is there's there's some speculation that there might be some staff movement there which you know wouldn't i don't think should surprise anybody considering they went from playing for national championship to five and seven um but still, I guess, TBD on what that will be. Uh, no further reporting that I've seen on the Houston job, unless something's come out in the last hour or two. Um, and nothing major in terms of, like, significant coordinator hires either, right? Um, Tyler Bray was... Oh, that was you. Um, you need to take that? No. Tyler Bray was elevated. I think that was his name. Uh, the Oregon State DC. Now he's their head coach. Say something weird though. Like um, he, he's their he's their current defensive coordinator. He's now their full time head coach. He was not. Um, he was not named the interim coach. Initially, after Jonathan Smith left for Michigan State, and uh, Bray has said that he will not be with the team for the bowl game. Which is weird. Wow. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Uh, this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line, uh, AD, are you high? No, I am definitely not high. <laughs> I have not been altered um, since uh, I went on the cruise in June. <gasps> so I think I, I had a beer... Or really, most of one um, two weeks ago. But that that's it. Yeah, I that doesn't believe. constitute altered. One beer right. doesn't yeah, constitute yeah. altered. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I don't really do that a whole lot. What the one I beer guess I'm, thing? I'm concerned. Why do you think that I'm high? That, 
because <laughs> you're either all in on the getting altered or you're not not engaging at all is that what you're saying you don't do that very often i'm i'm generally gus a very um objective oriented person right which is why i'm so impatient when i drive because i want to get to where sure. i'm going even if it's like work or the grocery store yeah, or sure. the dentist um and that's why like if i go on a road trip i want to leave very early and just get it over with and so you know if i'm going to get bleep faced then you're in i want to get bleep faced now i don't take it to the extreme i don't like right um ingest alcohol through my southern port of entry for example you know Because uh, that will get that, the job done quicker. Apparently, that accelerates it. Oh yeah, you absorb alcohol. I mean, I've heard of that. Sure, but I didn't know if that was yeah. like a urban legend or something. No. Um, I mean, do you know anyone who's tried that? Who tipped up a bottle of tequila and? Put I it in? I know someone uh, that has um, accelerated their state of alteredness uh, by utilizing their southern port of entry yes really yes i i can't really go any further or how that works i mean because you'd have to grab it unless you're like you're walking around like a burrito oh, or it's no, like you, a glass like, with the it's, beer sticking out you of need it. help yeah right like i don't know that there's an easy way to do that by yourself <laughs> unless dang. you're just like propped up against a wall with like a funnel and a <laughs> tube you know Yeah, I'm, and probably some kind of lubricant. <laughs> I would probably hope so. Uh, but yeah, anyways, I don't know how we got here. I wonder if you did, if you did that. I wondered you'd have to go like, is there any value in if you did it that way? There's no value in like buying high dollar liquor. No, no. You just want no, you can't taste just, it. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. go ahead and get the cheap stuff because you're just. But you got to be careful, apparently, because I think it's from what I understand very easy to yeah, overdo it because you're still getting into some blood alcohol yeah content. for sure for wow. sure yeah so you don't want to just just <laughs> take it all hey man this is a family show be careful i'm, I'm trying to holy moses um yeah i've always thought that's that's good info because i've always heard that was sort of i mean i've heard that but i was assuming that was kind of urban legendy because it, it seems plausible but like who's who's gonna try it who was the first person? To there you that, go. That's what I'm saying. Like I would like to see a 60 minute segment on that. Some guy with like m- wicked tonsillitis or something going. I I really just want to yeah tie one on and I can't. Issue. My throat's killing me. So, and 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 what what other what other options were tried? Like you know, or could it have been somebody that that had stuck something else in there and got like some sort of a feeling off of that one? I guess I could do that with. Alcohol, right? I if this was XM, I could go further, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> XM, it's not ter- this from it's terrestrial uh, radio. The Yates Flooring Center <laughs> chat line uh, from Tyler. Uh, I heard Clint say earlier that if Houston gets Kingsbury as its head coach, uh, he will eat cheese weenies for a full week. It's not really much of a punishment, honestly. If I was Clint, I would be rooting for Kingsbury to get the job now. <laughs> I thought. Clint was going to issue a something better than that. I know, right? Not really. I mean, given the content conversation we just had, like, there you go, Clint. I think we just laid yeah. out the challenge. Get, you know, get you can get Jamie to do the installation. Yeah, do it on the bottom <laughs> somebody line. Somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Um, this on the H Flooring Center chat line. Uh, WTF <laughs> is going on? Somebody asked me if I was high, and so I just answered them. 
Uh, no, I'm not. Um, somebody says this. Wow, went off into a bar ditch in a hurry, guys. This is hey, it's off season talk, right? Um, Dallas has this. This may be the least likely of conversations I thought we would have on the shows today. I feel like it's fairly. It's, it's not that outside of way, way, way more creative than more offense talk. Like yes, more tech offense yeah. talk. No, if, if if we start getting a bunch of tech offense texts. We're going deep Back into this colon yeah. butt chugs, yes. More tech talk next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double D 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to hear your thoughts and your comments on the EH Flooring Center chat line. You can weigh in at DoubleT973.com or through the DoubleT973 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Um, this on the chat line um, from Bobby Hot Dogs. Gus, is the southern port of entry the reason that Clint is constantly drinking Electrolyte? Uh, someone else says the first thing that I hear after turning on Tech Talk is um, a reference to butt chugging. Genuinely love the show. I'm glad that you enjoy it. Thank you. Apparently, uh, Jackass Two. It's a great. Apparently, our of boy films. Johnny Knoxville gave us. You can just uh, go right to it if you want to see what that looks like. On the you have a timestamp <laughs> for us. This in the chat line. Uh, referring to the southern place as a port of entry is cringy. Laughing emoji. Mine's exit only. Well, in this scenario, if you are involving in the um, non, uh, non-oral consumption of alcoholic beverages. It, it, I guess it is a, you know, a yeah. port of entry. Um, this in the chat line, uh, from Mark, you guys are going to have to get, go to great heights to top the beginning of this show. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, this on the chat line, uh, can you guys explain why on <laughs> Lubbock Sports Station you have Friendship Tigers basketball, a Wolferth team, against the Lubbock Monterey Plainsmen? Uh, what a... kind of ship are y'all sailing over there? That Just is... like the city council, all of you people care about is Friendship and Cooper, and to hell with the rest of Lubbock. <laughs> that is a uh, a question for the brass. Oh, I would suggest this and and. I don't know what the proper answer is. I think there's uh, certainly there. You'd probably have to follow some money on that to get that to that answer. But it really is a good question. Text that to Chuck and them in the morning to Chuck and Jamie because those both of those guys know the business side of the station uh, infinitely better than you and me. Is infinitely ask him about New Home too, Heinz. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. If you want to get your answer, ask. Your question that you texted in, do that one first, then go to the new home thing. Because if you put new home as A, you'll never get to B. Um, Chucky's got a ball game to call tonight. That's right. Yeah, Lady Raiders. They had a, a pretty good uh, week last week. Yep, big one tonight. Kind of an interesting, interesting uh, little connection between one of the players on our team and the coach of the opposing team. So the opposing team's coach will be coaching against his daughter. How about so, that? Yeah, it's kind of fun. I wonder how many times that's happened. Yeah. Not, probably not a whole lot. 
We will have uh, that broadcast coverage beginning at 5.30 as the Lady Raiders take on UC Irvine, the Anteaters, I believe. Uh, tip off at 6 on 107.7 Yes FM. High school fans on at 6 on 100.7 The Score. And then at 7 o'clock here on Double T 97.3, we'll have Cowboys Crosstalk. Gus, how you going? How am I going? I'm sorry, Clint, how you going? Do, do I do I answer? Yes. Oh, you good? I'm Clint. Yes, I know. Clint you, is good. good. You missed a whole segment on butt chugging. That's what I, I uh asked, you know, Ben, what did I miss? And the first thing he said was butt chugging and I I didn't have I didn't question it. I'll be honest. I didn't even give him a weird look. <laughs> but that's that seems right. That seems like home. Yeah. Uh, this on the chat line, uh, new home is nothing but transfers from friendship and Cooper and just about every other Lubbock school. Um, somebody else says enough with the high school sports program and get back to butt chugging. Uh, <laughs> I think we're going to move on before I get some kind of dirty look from somebody. Um, There's the glass over there, <laughs> not speak- this glass. No, no, that one over there. The one that's the important one over there. Speaking of, um, <laughs> all right gus yeah Yeah. i see it did you you hear about the the two radio or sports talk radio hosts in columbus on monday columbus ohio they were uh of course kind of going over the loss to michigan Mm -hmm. over the weekend and they were you know mad ticked off frustrated whatever and so one of the hosts is like hey you know what we're not going to commercial we're just not and then the the program director kind of came in after a couple minutes and hey, hey guys, what what are we doing? Right. And he goes, I don't, I don't want to go to commercial. I, I feel like you know we don't. Uh, today of all days, we don't need to go to commercial. We don't want to. And uh, the program director's like, well, I don't want to eat my vegetables. Is that what we're doing here? Like, <laughs> so the the guy that instigated it got called into uh, <laughs> called into the office and almost got fired. <laughs> Um, this just, only... that was just a little tantrum, huh? Just like a little of of this of all the of all the lines you draw on the sand. It's this one. No, we're not going to commercial, okay? Um, this question from Bobby Hot Dogs: uh, If you uh, butt chug Fago, does that make you a chuggalo? Uh, this goes out to all the juggalos and the juggalettes. Whoop whoop! Pretty good. I pre- that was very good, Bobby Hot Dogs. A plus to you. Um, how about this? Uh, if you would have told me before the season that you would have two players receiving like Big Twelve awards, not like first team All Big Twelve or whatever, but you football. know, blank of the year football in players, football, yeah. uh-huh. I would have thought, okay, well, things went according to plan. Uh, and yet here we are. I mean, Austin McNamara named Big Twelve Special Teams Player of the Year, very well deserved. I think that he is um, on track to set the Big 12 mark for career punting average. I think that's right. And and he did not have a good game. I mean, of all the among the right. many things that didn't go well the other day, his he he had a rough day. And I, I was thinking about that, like man, you know, like this would be the day for him to get off some sixty yarders and put up some numbers. But he had that one that was what twenty something. I mean, like a, a doinker, right? Um, yeah. Did not. I, I wondered too how much the injury of Jackson Knotts 
Oh, yeah. How that affected things. He apparently has a, a substantial injury that will cause him to miss all of next season. Yeah, big knee injury, big um, ACL. So that's a, that is a sneaky, um, important kind of position to fill next year, right? Because, I mean, he was – here's why – here's how you know he was good, right? You almost never heard his name, right? He's been a three-year starter for you. Um was was really good. was was an integral part of that operation with McNamara, um, and you know you never heard, yeah. never heard his name. No, right? and I don't remember a, a, like an over snap or. That's the best thing you want yeah. said about your deep snapper. Yeah, no, and I'm not like trying to. You know, I yeah, I'm, I'm make with light like, of it. I mean, he was really really good, and it, you're going to miss him next year in a big big way. Um, I think you do have like a uh, a, a high ranked high school player coming in. Right, who is at least according to one rankings outfit the number one long snapper in the country, uh, but still just a freshman, right? So that'll be uh, kind of an under the radar storyline to watch going into next season. So McNamara, special teams player of the year, and then Ben Roberts, uh, defensive freshman of the year. Ah, very cool. That dude, that dude was. Amazing in the sense that, you know, he was among the many names that was being thrown around at the linebacker position mm-hmm. just going into the year, talking about depth and and that was a that was a concern. That position was a concern in terms of depth. Rodriguez and and uh, um, Josiah Pierre as the, as the two starters going in. Rodriguez is out for right away a substantial Damn. part of the season within by what halftime in wyoming and uh and ben roberts comes in and, and gets the start the next week and leads the team in tackles against oregon like right out of the shoot and uh you, you know was a, among the several of those really young dudes that were high performers this year especially on the defensive side more tech talk next podcast put together with red raider fans in mind this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction hey there how you going it's tech talk on double t 97.3 and double t 97.3.com with gus and clint i'm aaron we're joining you today until six o'clock we'll have cowboys crosstalk coming up at seven on double t 97.3 um big 12 released its uh football awards this afternoon and uh, curious if y'all have any issues with anything um ollie gordon was named offensive player of the year oklahoma state running back man eh, probably not i mean i don't i you know they're they're playing in the championship game and he was fantastic yeah i mean like how many 200 yard games did he have this year for oklahoma state hey, that dude's a sophomore too man Right? Oh, good. So, well, so he'll be back. It does make you wonder, like, they gonna get that nil stuff figured out, or we'll see. I mean, I can't. You yeah. know, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's. I, I, I apologize. If it's not figured out, that dude could go to Alabama or somewhere. What is most impressive to me about Ollie Gordon, at least statistically? He led the league in rushing, right? 1,580 yards, 
Uh, Taj was really the only person close to him at 1443. Um, he had 20 touchdowns, which is a lot, right? But here's here's the most impressive thing. Again, 1,580 yards. About 100 of that was in the non-conference. He had, he had almost as many rushing yards just in conference play as Taj Brooks had all season, 1,471 and 18 touchdowns. So in the non-conference, otherwise, to put this in kind of perspective, in the non-conference, he was the Big 12's 23rd leading rusher. He had 19 carries for 109 yards, two touchdowns. So it's, it's, it's like they went, you know what will help this quandary we have of three quarterbacks? Is instead of just fiddling around with essentially the same quarterback, we just start using this guy who's incredible. And and he played in all three games. It wasn't like he was injured or suspended. I mean, he seven carries for 44, nine for 53, and three for 12. Three carries, 12 yards in their 33-7 loss to South Alabama. I, I was just about to say, not I didn't know that total, but I, I was, you think about the level of improbability from where they were that, you know, you and I sitting in here on the Monday following that. Thinking that that thing, he, he you know who, who knows where that program's headed because they were still playing three quarterbacks. They had they, well, and they, they lost to Iowa State the following week, and and then, ISU had lost to Ohio, and yeah, and then here we go. Uh, but but it, it's it's akin to you know we we talked about it, um, you know the the fact that Taj wasn't a centerpiece of our offense early this mm-hmm. year, and then took off. And strung together all those hundred yard games. It's it's a very similar conversation here. It, it's just such an improbable season for the Pokes, right? Um, don't look good against Central Arkansas. Don't look great against Arizona State. Lose to South Alabama. Lose to a not very impressive at the time Iowa State team. And then from then on, the only loss that they suffered, right? They went seven. They they won seven of their next eight games. The only loss they suffered was forty five to three in Orlando, right? Which which just sticks out like a sore thumb, you know. Yep. Uh, Ollie Gordon, offensive player of the year. Uh, any issues with Mike Gundy as the Big Twelve coach of the year? No, not really. I mean, I I would have I wouldn't have argued with uh, Neil Brown for a different reason, but. Uh, it's especially when you frame it in the context that you and I just talked about. I mean, they're number two team in the conference, and a month in, they were a mess. Neil Brown was picked last. I mean, his team was picked last and did good things. I hope it was a nip and tuck race between those sure. two. Then it'd be hard to hard to argue with Sark. I mean, although they were picked to be very good and they delivered on it, but but that Alabama win. I mean, they're in the, they're in the hunt. You know, they they need some things to happen in front of them. And boy, that that announcement on Sunday is going to be interesting on that the the final four of the college football playoff because you know we're, we're getting the same. You know, they always talk about the idea here is to get the four best teams, not most deserving best teams in there. Which you know, when I hear that, the one that I'm immediately thinking about is, hey, Florida State, eyes on you. Because your backup quarterback situation, but uh, I don't, I mean, we can talk about that later. But the the Texas thing, you know, they've delivered 
after a decade of not delivering on predictions and expectations, they've really delivered this year. So if Sark was in that conversation as well, I wouldn't have a problem with it. it it's funny that last year it was like it was going to be Sonny. Sonny was your coach of the year. And I, I don't disagree with Gundy by any means, but I feel like this year you could have had four legitimate yeah. cases because I, I clearly would have listened to the three you said. I would have listened to Matt Campbell off of yeah, the offseason that they had and the results that they ended up having. So um, I feel like you had a lot more cases be built this year, but I wouldn't have been upset with either way. Uh, Iowa State quarterback Rocco Becht, speaking of Matt Campbell, named Offensive Freshman of the Year. And that's their backup, essentially. I mean, he think about it. Their, their incumbent returning starter was implicated in the gambling thing midsummer, mm-hmm. late summer, yeah. as I recall. Uh, and then Austin Booker, a Kansas player named uh, Defensive Newcomer of the Year. A.D. Mitchell, the Texas receiver, Offensive Newcomer of the Year. Um, Taj Brooks was first team All Big Twelve, right? Yep. Which is Very which is good. really cool. Yeah, especially at that position, it's not easy to do. Uh, he was the only Red Raider on the first team offense. Um, in fact, the only Red Raider on the first or second team offense. Um, Daydream Taylor Demerson was second team All Big 12, and then uh, Austin McNamara, obviously, first team All Big 12. Oddly, uh, not a unanimous selection, which, um, I don't know, kind of bothers me. Uh, any issue with Dylan Gabriel being the uh, first team All Big 12 quarterback? I don't know, I was looking at that. Probably not. Any issue with Will Howard being the. <laughs> Second team all Big 12 quarterback? Maybe. Uh, his was, I thought his was certainly more interesting than Dylan Gabriel getting the first team. Uh, I don't know. I felt like, it, you know, it, it was, I, I guess, this, the conversation of, well, who else would it be, which I think would be Quinn Ewers. Um, but Will Howard, I mean, he almost lost his job there for a month. Like here in Lubbock when uh, his backup scored five touchdowns? Well, yeah, and even in the week before, like, or a couple weeks before when they had lost to Oklahoma State, there was just rumblings the whole time. And I guess, you know, to his credit, he, he, you know, he, he tightened the ship back up and ship Mr. Eyebrows and uh, took, care of, oh. I mean, took care of business as far as making sure it was his job. But I don't know. He didn't miss any time this year, right? He played, I mean... He wasn't unavailable. Correct. Yeah. I mean, like, I just... There's nothing about Quinn Ewers that just screams super impressive. Now, maybe that changes next year, and he's just a sophomore. So I'm not burying him, but uh, the the, the hype has has arrived way before the production with him. Well, yeah, and and probably no surprise there, as, as touted as he was. More Tech Talk next. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. With Gus and Clint, I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to hear your thoughts and your comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. 
Uh, we get this on the chat line, the Yates Floorings in her chat line. Uh, Ewers may go in the draft. He's saying he's unsure what he will do at this time. Uh, th- there's already been some reports that uh, that he'll be back next year. Um, I recognize that he's not officially confirmed those yet. Um, I mean, I think I-, I wish he would go in the draft. I think that would be really funny. Um, you know, for, for as badly as Texas uh, crushed Texas Tech on Friday and just overwhelmed them, uh, Quinn Ewers is far down the list of reasons why. Um, he, he, again, maybe he improves next year, and certainly uh, sophomore Graham Harrell was not as good as senior Graham Harrell or, you know, Colt McCoy, sophomore to senior year, et cetera. Um, so I'm not saying that it won't happen, but as of right now, yeah, just just a guy, really. I will and say it it looked better this year at times than I thought, but still not like I don't see the if you're you're salivating as a NFL uh, organization over this version of Quinn Ewers. So I yeah. I, I think with the there, reports, there isn't I think a single NFL true. scout lusting over this current version of yeah. Quinn Ewers. Um, Sark is a really good play caller. Um, really innovative mind offensively. Uh, they have really, really good skill talent, Xavier, especially when Jonathan Brooks was still healthy. Yep, Xavier and, Worthy's a weapon. And their uh, uh, their lines are both very, very good. So, But but yours is, is perhaps maybe the, the weakest part of that offense. Um, this in the chat line. Uh, AD, I know that we got our butts whooped this weekend, but UT is so insufferable. Did we create a rivalry? I'd say so, but they think that we're a little brother and we competed in every sport. Um, like, do they spend as much time thinking about tech as tech does Texas, right? Fan base, administration, et cetera? No. If that's how you wanted to find a, a, a rivalry, then no. Um, you know, they will always rank Oklahoma, uh, A&M, and Arkansas in whatever order uh, above Texas Tech. Um, this on the chat line, after the Tech game, Ewers commented that he's not made a decision regarding the draft. I mean, that's what he said. Um, but that would almost be like me saying that I have not made a decision about the draft. <laughs> Or like me calling up and withdrawing my name from consideration at uh, at uh, Middle Tennessee State. Yeah, it's really going. I mean, Rick Stock's still finally getting out after like eighteen something years. It's I want to crazy there. I want to go ahead and uh, issue a statement. I'll do that now if you're okay with this, Aaron. I am uh, not a candidate. You know, yours is interesting in that he, as we all remember, he skipped a senior year of high school. And so his high school class is finishing their second fall in college. So he's a younger player, a younger prospect, if you will. He's a he's a fringe top 10 quarterback prospect. Not like top 10 overall prospect. He is he is perhaps um a a late second rounder, early third rounder based on what everyone thinks right now, maybe that, well, not maybe, all that stuff will shift and change um, after the combine and pro days and interviews and all those things. Um, but like right now, according to some of the position rankings that you can go find out online, and again, these aren't coming from NFL like offices, um, but he's behind like J.J. McCarthy. 
He's behind Shadur Sanders. Mm-hmm. He's certainly behind Michael Penix Jr., Jaden Daniels, uh, Bo Nix. So, and obviously Caleb Williams is is atop those rankings. Um, this on the EH Flooring Center chat line from LBK Realtor Twenty Three. The number of Longhorn fans who've been blowing up my Twitter on a regular basis since twenty twenty one say otherwise. Yeah, apparently there's a there's a part of an article from Kirk Bowles from the Austin American Statesman carrying some water for uh, Texas officials who were very, well, um, they cited, and again, citing anonymous sources, uh, reasons why Texas will not play tech in any sports moving forward, at least for uh, a long time, is because A, they didn't like that uh, tech didn't roll out the red carpet for Chris Beard two years ago or whatever it was. They were very... um, uh, bothered by that. And then they were also bothered by tech rushing the field. So it's a shame really that, uh, that those two things happened, uh, that tech wasn't nicer to Chris Beard and tech fans didn't say just politely in the stands after beating Texas last year, because otherwise if, if they was just would have not done those two things, those Texas officials that talked to Kirk Bowles would have to spend another 30 seconds or so coming up with some other BS excuse why they don't want to play Texas Tech in any sports, and so. I and I think the I, I think this is a a conversation about um, yeah I, I think the the storming the field the context for that is is you know the fact that our we had the one student that ran into one of their guys or whatever and kind of took shot at you know which was stupid on our guys side but you know that 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 was the clip that got all the play you know but I, I think. When this was going down and we were clamoring, not we, but just our camp was clamoring for a a 20-year home-and-home or 10-year home-and-home or whatever, and maybe what came out of that is the Texas University Fund, as you and I have discussed, the, uh, you know, I I don't, the issue issue here I would think has a lot to do with uh, we're not coming to Lubbock to play you. Right, yeah. And and we certainly, I would hope at Texas Tech, would not go to Austin without a return trip. Now, would we ever meet him or would they ever meet us in Jerry world or something someday, you know, possibly, but I doubt it because they already do a, not a neutral site football game in Dallas. I mean, like maybe in hoops, certainly in baseball, but I'm, I'm fine with not playing them in football. Like for some indeterminate period of time, I'm not sitting here, um, rolling my eyes at that Kirk Bowles stuff because I'm so desperate to play them. Right, me either. Um, I'm I'm fine with this ending for a while. I uh, I do think that it's going to be really funny because it's not like they're going to a tea party. Oh, I agree. In the SEC, that's, that's the beauty of it, right? Like you think that uh, that Texas Tech fans were out of line or you know whatever um, for Beard. Like wait till you go to Fayetteville for the first time as a member of the SEC. Right, good or, looking Baton Rouge, or mm-hmm. yeah, any of those places. Like, give me a break. Like, sack up. I mean, mm-hmm. this is college athletics. You telling me I'm and, and if if you can't handle being like, hey, we're the Joneses, and everyone wants to be us, and you know, we're we, it comes with the territory, and then you just get really soft, sure, and flaccid uh, when somebody rushes the field or um, really hates their uh, Judas of a former basketball coach. More Tech Talk next. Ooh, asparagus. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. 
Hey there, how you going? Happy Wednesday. Thank you for making us a part of your day with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining today until 6. Love to hear what you have to say on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at double T973.com. Um, this on the chat line. Um, forget those guys. They're saying that they won't play us because of the beard stuff, and they never intended on playing us anyway. Uh, good riddance to them. That's from Duff in Houston. Yeah, like... Yep. I don't have an issue. I mean, I understand why they wouldn't want to play tech, right? I mean, you're uh, you're already playing your three most prominent um, historic rivals in conference. Um, the SEC will likely, at some point, I would assume, go to nine conference games. Um, and at that point, you're already playing nine conference games um, in a in a very tough conference. You know. That makes perfect sense why you wouldn't want to add a a 10th Power 5 game or Power 4 or whatever um, onto the schedule. I I totally understand that. Um, What I think is chicken bleep is anonymously and leaking it to a uh, friendly reporter trying to paint the institution of Texas Tech, the athletic department, um, the, the the tech fans as you know these barbarians that you know you don't know how to act etc that's I mean that's stupid um, just again man up or girl up if it was a woman I have no idea who the official was and uh, say hey it doesn't there's no win for us and I, I I get it I respect that I understand it throwing out all the uh, lame excuses. Yeah, the the big the in, outrage, air quotes. Yeah, that's so uh, so weak. Like there there was an article in the paper, the local paper, this week, a few days ago, maybe even just yesterday, um, from Don Williams, and talking mm-hmm. about where he he spoke with Kirby Hokut, and um, the, the the thrust of that article was Tech is reexamining some of their non conference agreements. They are um, prioritizing moving forward, having at least seven home games every season. And so in years where you are scheduled to have four Big 12 home games, right, and five Mm -hmm. Big 12 road games, they're trying to make sure that you're not going on the road as well for non-conference games. Right. Um, Especially against group of five opponents. So in 2025, you're playing at Colorado State right now. And Tech is looking to get out of that. And you don't have to go like, uh, you know, those those Fort Collins peoples. I mean, they're just sure. hooligans. <laughs> you can just say, listen, this doesn't work for us. right? There's no win in going there right. for us. We, we value a home game uh, against a team that, you know, we, we have more resources than, that we have more talent than, and that we can guarantee a win, and that can help us kind of build into – uh, you know, something that is far more important to us, which is a conference game and conference schedule. That's it. Just, we can be real here. Say no more. Yeah, I'm with you. And it's, uh, yeah, the, 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 the false outrage is just a, a bit much. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's so par for the course. Yeah. They're, they're not coming back here. Hey, maybe we can play them in baseball or something, but you know, or a basketball game or something, but I would bet the house that that would be a meet in Dallas thing or in this, you know, in this Fort Worth thing at Dickey's Arena, something like that, or 
you know, baseball at Globe Life, you know, that sort of thing. But I just, I don't see them coming to Lubbock for a while. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line from T Money 806. As long as there is a Longhorn or Aggie in the governor's mansion and local representatives that uh, um, bow to them, Tech will never play either of those schools again or continue to compete with their resources. The good news is there was enough political heft behind outrage is a strong word, but our, our angst over the Texas OU pulling out of the conference that rallied the troops enough to get that Texas University fund thing conceived on the ballot and voted in. Uh, this on the chat line, um, the beer thing is especially weird because for all the fear that we were going to cross the line, what actually resulted was an incredible collegiate atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, there there was a, a hostile group of fans uh, that greeted their bus. Like on practice night yeah, on the like, night before. Yeah, the night they got into town, there was the shoot around. There weren't, like, decapitated horse heads in their beds. Right. Right, a la Godfather. <laughs> um, you know, the, the, no one burned Chris Beard in effigy. Like, what... But there was those videos of, on social media of the of the kid on the sidewalk giving him the double rods. It was so hostile and scary. Uh, this and the Yates Flooring Center chat line, beating a dead horse, we get it, not playing Texas, oh well. I would prefer to hear more about the Puff Fund. Explain that you keep mentioning, but giving little to no details. Tough, tough Texas University Fund. Well, I mean, it's yeah. that's I mean, old we, news. Yeah, we voted on it uh, three weeks ago. I guess our texture didn't participate in that. Like it was a constitutional wow. amendment. Skipping out on your civic duty. I know, right? Yeah. $3 million, $3 billion endowment created to uh, fund the endowments of Texas Tech University system, most notably ours, Houston's, North North Texas, Texas, maybe Texas State. And and, uh, uh, the systems have to qualify for it, but we already meet a lot of the metrics. And so I think the the takeaway is going to be an extra, like, $45 $45 million of straight money into our operations fund. Not athletic. Could be some shell game benefits. Should be some shell game. About, but, Massive fail if not. <laughs> but the, uh, the uh, yeah, that's 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 what this is. And so it was, and, and, and really all of that came out of the, I mean, we. I'll say it this way. It had never, if that was something that it was in the works politically and lobbyists and all that stuff. It, yeah, it was stuck in neutral and and never never got out out into the hallway there there in Austin and all of a sudden uh, you know Governor Abbott and a lot of folks were like hey this would be a great thing now it could have also been at the point at which people on our side were going California has eight AAU universities and the state of Texas has two publicly funded three total like w- what are we doing here you know w- w- we want to make sure that. And in Texas have the biggest endowments in the world, but you got all these other universities around here that are on the cusp of some things with a little more funding. So who knows where all that was, but uh, good things for Texas Tech. This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.